Traditional allopathic medicine is outdated. Osteopathic medicine is continually growing each year, and MDs are beginning to catch on as they increasingly embrace holistic care and health promotion. Many of them seek additional education to learn osteopathic manipulative medicine, or OMM, and preventative care techniques. Functional medicine is a growing field that likewise seeks to address the root cause of illness with a systems-based approach. Doctors everywhere are more often looking for ways to personalize care. I could not be more excited to receive my training in such an exciting time. Hi everyone, I just got back from a week-long beach vacation. Thank goodness I started this episode early because I was in no mood to record while enjoying some sunshine. By the time you hear this, it will be on the day or after my orientation at the hospital. I'm working for my first year of clinical rotations in the third year of medical school. I'm also looking forward to traveling again later this week to visit my family before I start working 8 to 5 every day. My first rotation is one month in psychiatry, so you better believe I will want to talk all about mental health and mental disorders in the next few episodes. First Line is now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. Thanks for coming back after hearing episode one, or if this is your first listen, then welcome to First Line. I highly recommend going back and listening to episode one on COVID and resilience because everyone could use some encouragement in this interesting time we live in. Thank you so much for listening. I have been ecstatic about the support I have received. Shout out to my listeners from the U.S., which is most of you, but also my listeners from India, Bangladesh, the U.K., and the United Arab Emirates. One of my favorite parts of hosting a podcast has been connecting with so many of you on social media. I follow back on my Instagram at Podcast because I want to know what you all are talking about and posting about to guide what I cover on this podcast. I have really enjoyed having conversations in the DMs as well. I feel like the first few episodes have been largely selfish on my part about what I want to talk about, but I promise you that I hear you and you have a lot to look forward to. Quick disclaimer before we get started. I often refer to DOs and physicians as we. However, I am not speaking on behalf of DO physicians. Neither am I referring to myself as a licensed doctor. I am still a medical student and all views expressed are my own. Right now, I want to talk about osteopathic medicine because there is so much confusion about what it is and what a DO is. So DO stands for Doctor of Osteopathic Medicine. It is what I am getting my training in. I can't wait to take the time to do an entire episode on my journey to starting medical school and provide some guidance on choosing an undergrad major, taking the MCAT, and applying to medical school. Since we are talking about osteopathic medicine this week, Let me just take some time now to review the tenets of osteopathic medicine, which is what originally drew me immediately to researching everything I could find about osteopathic medicine after I first heard them. The tenets are the guiding principles of the philosophy of osteopathic medicine. So this is what kind of guides our understanding about medicine and how we as physicians can 
preserve and promote health. So the first tenet is the body is a unit and the person is a unit of body, mind, and spirit. And just taking some time to think about that, that is what I have been talking a lot of in my trailer and in the first episode and I will continue with because this is the tenet that really spoke to me that I always thought about doctors as treating the body and then there would be like psychologists and psychiatrists would treat the mind and pastors and others that are religious leaders would take care of the spirit but just seeing a practice of medicine where they really embrace how much this is interconnected that you are a person the body is a unit you are one person but you are composed of body mind and spirit and as a christian i also think of this almost as the holy trinity with the father the son and the holy spirit you can't really take one out and just have one or two of them you really do need all three and all three are interrelated and come together so perfectly as a christian looking for a profession as a young college student and hearing that there was a practice of medicine that has this as their first tenet i just thought was amazing and really drew me to wanting to learn more the second tenet is the body is capable of self-regulation self-healing and health maintenance this is where everything with health promotion and preventative medicine comes in because it comes from a standpoint that your body is meant to be healthy it's it's not meant to get sick you have your immune system that is meant to protect you from foreign bodies and pathogens you have things like the lymphatic system that I'll talk more about that removes waste from your body and you have things like the digestive system that regulates what comes in and what leaves your body the renal system is in, involved at as well your kidneys and your respiratory system does that as well takes in and then you breathe out this is really powerful because so much of medicine is prescribing you medication to to treat things instead of allowing your body and giving your body what it needs in order to cure yourself from disease so this is something osteopathic medicine intends to to follow in this health maintenance and self-healing and really promoting your body's own way of promoting health and with this i also think of food being medicine a quote from hippocrates which if you're familiar with the hippocratic oath he is the one that made well known this idea of to do no harm as a physician and to always do what is best for patients but he also had a lesser known quote 
saying, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And if you think about it, that really means food is medicine. And that is really true when you think about it. Why, when something is in pill form, we view it so differently. You're putting food in your body every day and it interacts with your whole body and it affects everything. So we should view good food as being medicine and maybe even view bad food as being a pathogen, being something that will harm us. And I like to think of food as medicine because it forces me to seek out food as a way to give me energy and give me everything that I need to be a good student, to be a good athlete, to be present, all of these things. And I see healthy food as something that helps me to do that as the medicine that I need. All the nutrients, all the vitamins and minerals, making sure I have enough carbohydrates, proteins, fat, and a good balance of all of that. And that is medicine and it helps me to show up in my life every day. So it really is so strong to think of all your life choices coming together and they can either help you or hurt you. That is part of our philosophy on health and treatment. The third osteopathic tenet is structure and function are reciprocally interrelated. This is where osteopathic manipulative medicine comes in because we use hands-on techniques that people often get confused with either physical therapy or chiropractic practice and I will talk more about this, but it is unique from those other professions while they also do have their place. And this is where OMM, which is Osteopathic Manipulative Medicine, comes in, is that we use the structures in our body to affect the function of our body. And you can talk to anyone who knows basic biology and they will tell you that you can figure out what an organ or an organ system or even a tissue or a cell or an organelle. You can tell a lot about what it does just by how it's made up. So its structure dictates its function. And also, if you know something's function and what it does, you can infer a lot about its structure. These two are always related. Osteopathic physicians work a lot with manipulating bones, joints, ligaments, muscles, and manipulate the structure of your body, soft tissue as well, in order to help its function. This is why we might use myofascial release, which is a soft tissue technique. It might look and appear like it is almost like a very precise massage, but its intention is to improve lymphatic flow and also circulation. 
and it often mobilizes your soft tissues enough to help your body in self-healing. So this is how tenant three kind of connects with tenant two as well. And the fourth osteopathic tenet is rational treatment is based upon an understanding of the basic principles of body unity, self-regulation, and the interrelationship of structure and function. This is the one that ties everything together. It seems to just reiterate or summarize tenet one, two, and three, but the important part of this is the first two words, which is rational treatment. And it's this rational treatment is based on the first three tenets. And rational treatment for a lot of DOs and DO students is about evidence-based medicine, making sure that things have been proven to help people, and it's also stating in this tenet that you really do need to understand the first three tenets in order to provide rational treatment, which basically says that it's not rational treatment if you ignore the mind and spirit and only treat the body, and it's not rational treatment if you don't acknowledge the importance of health maintenance and self-regulation. And it's also not rational treatment if you ignore that structure and function are interrelated. Structure is related to function and function is related to structure. The fourth tenet is really, really the one saying, you know what, the first three tenets, they're not just nice ideas and philosophy to think about. It's saying that on a day-to-day -day basis, when we take care of patients, we need to be thinking of these things, not just as an abstract concept, but as something that is real and that we use every day. We look at a whole person as interconnected systems. So I talked about this on my trailer about how a lot of things in medicine are kind of split into body systems. You have your neurologists that focus on the nervous system, and you have your cardiologists that focus on the cardiovascular system. But a lot of medicine combines different body systems. How osteopathic physicians are taught, we learn the same things that allopathic students or people that become MDs as they learn. However, it's more in a context of things overlapping. While there are a lot of similarities with material covered in osteopathic and allopathic schools with similar overall quality of care provided by DOs and MDs, there are important differences that should not be ignored. DOs and MDs both use traditional physical exam techniques. This is when your doctor listens to your heart and lungs looks in your ears, and tests your muscle strength, depending on what your reason for coming in to see them is. In addition to this physical exam, DOs also utilize additional techniques called OMM, which stands for Osteopathic Manipulative Medicine, often also referred to as OMT, which stands for Osteopathic Manipulative Technique. Both terms usually mean the exact same thing. OMM includes hands-on techniques that DOs are specifically trained in that aids in both diagnosis and treatment. 
So we still use the same tools that MDs use, we just have extra tools in our toolbox for it. In reality, DOs and MDs both usually use the more traditional methods of diagnosis, but DOs are the only ones with this special additional tool at their disposal, unless of course an MD receives additional training in OMM. We get a lot of the same training. We have more similarities than differences. However, I just think DOs are MDs plus additional training that we receive during our four years of medical school and just with a different philosophy as well. So DOs can still use different imaging, different blood tests, but we also have this palpatory skills, this hands-on approach to patients and also treatment. So when it comes to treatment, there's actually a way to support circulatory flow so blood flow, and also the lymphatic system, which is involved in immunity, cellular waste removal, and digestion of fats and proteins. DO physicians can, can often do this just in a regular office visit, and we can often reduce pain right then and there in the office, while MDs don't have this skill set. DOs are generally more comfortable addressing musculoskeletal complaints because of our additional training in palpatory skills and hands-on techniques. Most OMM techniques either treat the musculoskeletal system or use muscles and soft tissue indirectly to treat the patient. DOs are trained to manipulate bones, joints, muscles, and ligaments. MDs often, when you have muscle pain, they use injections, whereas DOs can also do that, but they'll usually start with more non-invasive techniques such as osteopathic manipulative medicine. And I really don't like the word manipulative. <laughs> that really just means we use a hands-on approach to your body. Here is a common question. What makes OMM different from what chiropractors do? Well, chiropractic adjustment was largely inspired by OMM because of a technique that DOs are trained in called high velocity, low amplitude technique known as HVLA. This is the technique I'm sure you are familiar with in which a thrust is delivered that produces a nice pop. I'll first start out to say that chiropractors are not physicians and do not receive medical training. They have graduate level education but cannot prescribe medicine nor perform surgery. A lot of times DOs can use similar methods, but they are different because DOs have more schooling and similar knowledge set as MDs. We understand more the interplay between anatomy and physiology. We understand a little bit more about the circulatory and the lymphatic system and nerves and where they're placed and how they are related to your muscles and your bones and your joints. So again, DOs are way more likely to treat you as a whole person with all of your interconnected systems, whereas physical therapy and chiropractic, they absolutely have their places in patient care However, they are often limited in scope, just like a cardiologist and a neurologist would be in treating you. So I always recommend, because all these practitioners have their place, I always recommend that you 
always first go to a family medicine physician who is taught full scope care and especially a DO family medicine physician they are taught to look at you as a full person holistically also not just all of your body systems integrated but also look at your mind and spirit which means your mental health your religion your faith and how that interplays with your health your emotional health your relationships in your life all of it has a part to play in medicine again i just want to reiterate that even going to an osteopathic school a lot of my favorite professors are mds and i have nothing against mds i just want to spread awareness about dos and what we do in that we are fully licensed physicians that receive the same training that MDs have, except we are taught in a way that looks at interconnectedness of systems. We look at structure and function of your body being related, and we look at body, mind, and spirit. And we also use more hands-on approaches. We have more tools in our toolbox to treat patients. If you are at all looking for a new physician, I do recommend seeing a DO. If you're even looking for a specialty, because DOs can go into any specialty, if you're looking for a dermatologist, like, definitely do not hesitate to see a DO if you're lucky enough to have a DO dermatologist in town. And I've had so many faculty members at my school that are MDs that are amazing and they love the DO philosophy. A lot of them wish they went to an osteopathic school and got their DO. A lot of them learned osteopathic manipulative medicine after graduating so they are an honorary DO. I'm trying to share with you because most of the time the misconception is that DOs are less than MDs and that is very unfortunate and it's because when you think of doctor you just think of MD it's just a two-letter association easy but I'm telling you DOs are equal if not more because we have more training and we can go into any specialty that MDs go into so I just want to advocate for my own profession I do not speak for all DOs I do not speak for all medical students, but I, as my own person, just thought it necessary to share some of that. Unfortunately, many DOs, even though they are trained with this amazing philosophy of treating patients holistically, they often lose sight of this importance after going through rotations and residency, unless they have a DO mentor that stuck with it as well. So you're not necessarily going to get whole person treatment when visiting a DO. Many times you can't tell the difference between a DO and an MD. To some, this is seen as progress since DOs used to be treated as second class physicians until recently, after decades of proving that DOs can provide the same level of high quality care. I am so fortunate to be training to be an osteopathic physician in a time in which this won't be held against me when applying for residencies or finding a job later on. But I am so saddened by DOs who try to be exactly like MDs, especially since nowadays there are so many MDs who seek additional training to learn to do OMM and follow the tenets of osteopathic medicine in their own practice. 
Don't forget to follow or subscribe in whatever podcast app you're using. New episodes come out on Mondays. Thanks for listening.